0: Today on JTALK episode 25, we have on uh, Parker. Sometimes this was a last year thing. We forget how to say the last name. Is it Reifenberger?
1: It, it's, it looks like it's spelled that way. It's, it's Reifenberger. Reifenberger. That's what I was going to say.
0: Okay. Okay. Parker Reifenberger. That's a good thing I didn't butcher it. Uh, Parker, uh, during his freshman year, served on the CSU Board of Representatives, is an active member of Alpha Kappa Psi and uh, is now serving, correct me if I'm wrong, uh, as the Creighton Student Union president.
1: Mm-hmm. I'll officially start my term in January, so we're getting, the, we're getting the ball rolling right now.
0: Okay, sweet. Yeah, that was one of my questions, uh, just off the bat with, I guess what I want to dive into first is just with the campaign, because you run a campaign at the same time as the 2020 presidential campaign, it happened on November 3rd was when the election was. Most important election that day, I'll say. Uh, but when did you start yeah. working
2: on most, most important election always happens on current campus. It's been that way for years. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, when did you start working on it? Why did you start working on it?
1: Well, um, like you said, I did board of reps freshman year. Uh, I've always kind of been interested in student government. Did it all throughout high school. Um, took on some bigger leadership roles at the state level with that. Um, and I was approached, um, after applying to, to go to Creighton with some student leadership opportunities. And, uh, unfortunately I wasn't accepted into those, but like, that's, you know, that's neither here nor there. Um, (laughs) but that, that, that was kind of the motivation. I was like, Oh, I want to do student government now. And I, I, I'm going to get some leadership roles. So I started with board of reps and I was like, yeah, I really enjoy this. CSU is kind of kind of my, was kind of my main gig freshman year. Um, and, uh, I, I became, uh, pretty well acquainted with Colby Austin. She was our, um, she's our outgoing president for CSU. Um, and I was kind of looking at that position. I kind of figured Colby would run again this year. Um, so I was like, I'm, I think junior year will be maybe a good time to maybe throw my hat in the ring, but, um, we got around to election time and Colby, um, uh, signed up to to be the election commissioner, which means she couldn't hold the any elected position next year. I was like, well, maybe maybe we maybe we stick our foot in the water this time around, see how, see how that works out, um, kind of test things out, look at how the election process goes. And, and if it doesn't work out, that's that's all right. We'll try again next year. But um things kind of kind of worked out the way we were hoping and uh and now now we're hoping for a good productive year.
2: Yeah. Would you say so it's like going on at the same time as our presidential election. Is there the same type of cunning and tearing down the other and uh, election fraud and Russia intervention as we have <laughs> in ours? I'm just wondering if it's, it's is um, it like that too.
1: I think it was a bit more low key for sure. Um, <laughs> uh, being that we started off the bat with only two candidates, um, things were pretty yeah. low key. Um, I tried to keep things pretty straight and narrow uh, for the most part. Um, being that uh, campaigning on campus was a bit limited due to kind of restrictions. COVID, yeah, Coronavirus, we had to be a bit more um, focused on social media. We did a lot through Instagram. We reached out to people through uh, like GroupMe and various other like ways students are connected on campus. Uh, we tabled maybe one or two times um mm-hmm. student center uh, but that was on like the weekend so you know there weren't that many people there so we, we tried to reach out in person when we could um and when the university allowed us to but um, I think it was it was pretty pretty low-key in terms of elections especially compared to to the big presidential election yeah.
2: yeah so when you when you say you use like social media and stuff if I'm assuming I mean both of you, the the Two parties who ran you guys are both csu representatives to start with
1: um i was um it
0: was pete,
1: I, yeah, right? yeah i yep pete was not on board of reps he was a member of cups which is the creighton university presidential scholars which is something that uh okay. um, it's a selected group of students that do outreach under the um under Father Hendrickson, like he kind of, mm-hmm. of administrates that organization. Um, so kind of separate from student government, separate from CSU, but um, kind of. So, so for your social media my-
2: campaigning, did you use like your own personal social media? I'm sure you didn't use the CSUs to boost your, I mean, that's a little biased in that way, but I'm sure you like, what channels did you use to um, use social media besides for me and the private messaging?
1: Yeah, so campaigning with Creighton is is kind of strict. No one really gets to, um, no one's allowed to campaign until two weeks before the election happens. So like once once the uh, the leash is off, you can kind of go about it however you want, um, with with a number of limitations. Um, So um, Ashley Nelson is is my vice president. Her and I created a. uh, We mostly ran through Instagram. We created an Instagram account. We we did a lot of um, or we did the majority of our outreach there, but we we did some posting from that uh, to our own personal accounts to kind of reach some of some of our our broader and audience, I guess I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, but we kept it we kept we kept it mostly to a to a singular account um, due to like election rules because like yeah. the election commissioner has to be following it so they can make sure all of the posts are kosher. Um, and uh, abiding by the rules. And and what are you majoring in, Parker? I'm gonna be a political science and economics major. I haven't declared okay, so yet. This works perfectly. Yeah, for sure. Um, but uh, political science and economics for sure. Um, I really like the research aspect of that. I'm really into like mm-hmm. the inner functions of politics and how economics plays a role in that. One of one of my friends, older
2: brothers, works with the uh, <clears throat> one of the new incoming. Um, senators for Iowa uh, I'm from awesome. Iowa their election campaign so he's been he's been working as his head of head of I, I don't know what exactly just like cam- campaigning basically on the campaign trail for the last like eight years he's worked like four different elections with her and it's just like it's a grind like it, to it actually to actually campaign is like 12-hour job every single day 350 days a year
1: yeah I did a, I did a little bit of that in high school. Um, I actually had a a friend from high school who ran a a state legislature campaign, so I did a little bit of work on that. (laughs) Campaigning, campaigning, especially in, you know, real world politics is is a real grind for sure. Yeah,
0: Yeah, moving it, uh, I kind of want to talk about what, what we have coming up now, because you did say that your term starts in January, and that's just in a few days now, I guess. Is it January 1, or what are we looking at?
1: uh first of january is is there
0: you go yeah you got we got two days i mean this might be out by that time uh so i mean what are we looking at in terms of specific issues i saw a few things that you wrote on uh, that instagram page campaigning uh right you talked about uh student scholarships more access to that uh you talked about mental health feminine hygiene products and all the bathrooms you talk about anything in specific that you want to focus on yeah so the
1: first kind of couple major projects we're looking to tackle right away um we want to get the ball rolling and we've we've kind of started that a little bit um, some preliminary emails have been sent out uh to a few different sources uh in administration that are going to help us out with these things um first on uh feminine hygiene products uh that was something that kind of got started in um the student legislatures uh prior to uh my uh the campaign starting but uh that kind of got a big stop put on it um with uh COVID-19 restrictions and really it was about facilities um kind of having to get their feet back on the ground after you know yeah exactly
2: like you it would be great to have that but like there's only a certain amount of money each thing can have and with COVID it's significantly less money than they would have otherwise
1: for sure for sure so we're starting to get the ball rolling on that we're reaching out to facilities to figure that out um the other thing we're looking at kind of right away is finding um a lot of the scholarships i was talking about um we're doing some research on some additional scholarships right now the big grant we're looking at is um the davis projects for peace program um and that is a um international well it's it's for um, member schools in the United States, but it's for international projects. It's ten thousand dollar grant um, to go do different uh, peace-based projects uh, across the globe. I think like, that could
2: that could go a long way with this podcast if we submit our ticket. Tiger, <laughs> yeah. ten thousand dollars, ten thousand. Do we a could
1: get, we really get,
0: get a lot of good, really good A lot of good. There you go. <laughs> but yeah, that's awesome. Two things right there. Um, anything else? I saw that you you really harped on a couple times. You and. Uh, Ashley, your vice president, talked about mental health initiatives that you would want to add into uh, the Creighton, uh, I guess, the Creighton student body. Uh, so, so, what would those look like? Do you have any specific plans for those?
1: For sure. We're wanting to look at, um, uh, I guess, kind of on my side. Uh, Ashley and I kind of have different things we want to tackle in terms of this. So, we're, we're looking to kind of split this one up. What uh, I guess my big thing was last year. Um, I took, a, I took a math class uh, that was required by the business school because I'm a, uh, currently, um, I'm just just a, enrolled in the business school as an undeclared. Mm-hmm. Um, and for that math class, uh, I'm, I'm not ashamed to admit it takes me a while to take math exams. Math is not my, my strongest, uh, strongest suit. Um, and my professor was kind of noticing that it was taking me a while. So she's like, well... If you go and you talk to the counseling services, they can maybe help help you out with that. Uh, they do a um, test to get you evaluated for those kinds of things that that might make it that so that you can you can get additional time for these things. And I was like, that sounds great because I'm really slow at math tests and just tests in yeah. general, but, you know, math specifically. And um, so I went and got that checked out and we'd been discussing in board of reps each year. Uh, we. Uh, At the beginning of the year, we do an evaluation of Creighton's insurance plan, and what that covers and and how that has changed from year to year. And for some reason, uh, the the presenter was like, and um, your, a portion of the plan had decreased the copay, I think it was, for students. Um, And we were wondering why that is. And they're just like, Creighton negotiated a lower deal, which was kind of concerning, I guess, because insurance companies just don't cut your 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 pay that's not something that they do so we were wondering where that cut came from and we didn't really get a straight answer on that we couldn't quite figure it out so i went and i got my test and or i went to to try and attempt to get a test and they were like well these tests used to be free but um as of this year they are they are no longer that way and um so this this is isn't like a, a a for sure thing but the going assumption especially uh, For me and a few close friends that are involved in student government, was that we we had taken a bit away from from those kind of mental mental health health
2: type stuff. stuff. Yeah.
1: So I'm I'm hoping for on the insurance end, um, at least through the university and kind of through university procedures, um, and and offices that handle those kinds of things to to get those things back being being more readily available to students. Do you
2: do you Um, you feel like like the university? So the CSU, do you feel like the university actually listens to you guys? I'm like, they obviously do. But when you when you ask for something, do you think they go, like, go hard and actually try? Like, if you ask them about that, would they make
1: a change, you think? I certainly think that the university um, values the opinion of CSU. And I, I think they always keep it in mind, um, mm-hmm. um, whether or not they act on it. Um, yeah. it is completely up to them. And that's, that's, that's nothing against. They're the right,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Um, uh, we are, after all, a, a organization that exists under Creighton University mm-hmm. and I, I totally, I totally understand those bounds. Um, I'm just glad that the university um, considers and, and normally respects um, the the voice of their students. So I think if this is something that was, that was brought to the university, they definitely consider it and, and, and do so thoughtfully. Um, yeah whether like, or not it's taken I think out there's people.
2: like I remember with the big uh divest, last year that, yeah divest we... last year it's like a lot of people are saying oh Creighton doesn't care about the like anything the, this but then you think about it and it's like this is their these their finances this mm-hmm. is how Creighton like is still standing because they have these are stocks it's not something you just go out and think huh you know what? A bunch of kids said this. Let's go ahead and change it. And I—I I don't think you can fault the, the the school for that. I think it's a—it's something that you have to go through the board of Creighton directors. While yep. the student one is great, it's something where like it's so overarching.
1: Creighton, I think that a false to some stuff. Creighton's board of trustees is 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 definitely. I I I don't fault anyone. <laughs> In terms of university decisions, um, because there's Uh, there's,
2: this is this is not gotcha journalism or anything like that. I'm just (laughs) just
1: you know, there's a whole bunch of people involved in in those kinds of decisions. The board of trustees has quite a few members, so um, and obviously those are kind of closed door kind of things as well. Because there there is a student uh, uh, I get to participate um, on a on a subcommittee in the board of trustees, but like like most universities in the country, we don't have um, student members on like the physical board, which is like, it makes sense to me. Um, yeah. the, the university definitely has to keep a couple things private. If, if, if everyone was in the know about everything, um, that, that could, I think, be maybe potentially a little dangerous. Yeah.
2: I, would not want, I would not want kids like me running our school. I'd, I just, I'd, I'd come up front and say that right away.
0: No, not even kind of, but with that one, I mean, what we're looking at is with the one last year, the referendum last year on divestment, it was voted like 90% to 10%. And like Blake said, it was something where, oh, this is something that the student body overwhelmingly wants. Why can't we just do that? There's another issue this year that I saw was on your page. that's very similar to that, and that's recycling, right? We took out recycling this year. Is that something that CSU is looking at and what can we do about that?
1: For sure, for sure. Um, sustainability was one of the things we campaigned on, and there's a number of things we wanted to look at for that. Uh, one of the big things we talked about, um, especially on uh, Nelly's side was recycling. And it, we're really interested in getting recycling back on campus. Um, and it's not something I, I think uh, the university is against. Um, it's, again, more in line with we don't have the recycling bins out because of uh, restrictions due to COVID-19 um, because facilities hasn't been able to um, collect the recycling. So, like, CSU took on a, an initiative this year where uh, residence halls were invited to recycle. Um, they made it into a kind of a competition which I thought was an interesting approach to it, yeah. um, where students from inside of different residence halls were selected to kind of come up with a plan to get their residence hall recycling. And then whoever recycled the most, I think it was by weight, um, received some kind of prize. Um, yeah, I think uh, uh, want to recycle. Residence hall water bottles, I'm sure.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um, it, oh, Go for it, Parker.
1: I think students just want to recycle. So if we could find a way to just make it accessible to students, I think much like the composting oh, initiative definitely. that was taken this year, we had we had so many students sign up for the composting that we had to close the sign-up. CSU had, uh, yeah. ended up closing the sign-up. So we were like, we can't take any more volunteers. We're, we're full. Um, so I th- I think we'd see something very similar with recycling. I think there are enough people who want to recycle that would be willing yeah. to...
2: Like recycling is not a polarizing issue, right. Nobody, right? nobody is anti-recycling. I've never met one. It's just like to <laughs> putting the things out there and like finally doing it,
0: for sure. Yeah, for sure. And and one of the things with with recycling and with the initiatives that CSU has put forward, which are very good, right? That the program where it's uh, each residence hall, they have students go out and they have them pick up recycling from individual people's rooms. Uh, that's a fantastic program, but should that burden lay on the students? Probably not. Right. I don't think it should get to that point. I think everyone recognizes that and uh, just working on something where we can get to having some sort of Creighton funded recycling, mm-hmm. I think, I think is a great location to get to. So.
2: And even, even to be fooled by that, like you're telling me there's no state initiative that offers deductions and taxes and stuff like that. If a university goes out, and starts a recycling program. Like there's there's incentives for Creighton even to do this, like besides just helping out the students.
1: I think oh. there certainly are. Um, and I think as we're like approaching the summer and we move into not this coming spring semester, but um, we move into the fall, I think those things will come back naturally, but I think we definitely wanna take initiatives through CSU to kind of get the ball rolling on that sooner because We've we've done a lot by eliminating food waste this year, but I think um, by the sheer amount of not recycling we've done on campus, we've probably n- not minimized our carbon footprint in that way. And um, the university, kind of through its its mission, uh, um, aims to to do those kinds of things. So I think um, if we can get recycling kind of at least beginning in in the spring will we'll be off to a good start.
2: Yeah, so I have, I have a question about COVID. So um, Creighton18, like the Instagram, Creighton's official Instagram account, posted a picture of this huge freezer, like the vaccine freezer. And I don't know if, it's probably not classified information or anything like that, but has there been talk CSU about anything with students and COVID vaccines and how that works? Or is it is that just out of the picture?
1: Um. I have not heard anything one way or another on vaccines and um, how that would function if students got vaccines before they came back to campus or while they were at campus. Um, That's kind of beyond, I think, my scope approach. Like the university has their task force that'll probably stay enclosed within there um, along with how those decisions are made. Um, And that's kind of how a lot of the... Um, coronavirus response has been done. CSU has mm-hmm. been pretty hands off on that. Um, of course, we are the voice of the students, so we are approached with our thoughts and we, we talk about it at the various legislative meetings. Um, but we we don't really get a deciding voice in how that that functions. So I haven't been approached with anything regarding vaccines, um, but. We will be discussing um, how back to campus is, is gonna work um, sometime in January. We're looking at putting together, hopefully, um, an event that students can join to ask questions to a number of administrators who would have a better answer um, mm-hmm. to that question. Um, and I'll likely, once I uh, have access to, to send emails out to the student body, there'll likely be an email regarding that event and, and people will be able to come and. Kind of figure out those kinds of things.
0: Okay, sweet. Yeah, thanks, Parker. Perfect. Uh, I don't know how many more questions we got. Blake, you got any more?
2: Uh, I mean, hit you with a quick fun fact stuff. What's uh, what what are you learning over this huge break? Are you doing anything spe- special? I mean, we got um, too
1: I haven't done too much over break. Um, my dad's kind of been short-handed at work, so I've been doing a lot of that. Um, mm-hmm. he owns a he owns a lumber yard out here. So a lot of oh. a lot of manual labor. I guess my big change over break is I got roped into going to the gym with some of my friends, which is something hey. I haven't done in a Yo. very long time.
0: Coming back, jacks Are we gonna see a Jack president this year? Absolutely. Yoked. Uh, yeah, we need to we
2: need to get a presidential <laughs> photo with you just ripping off a tank top. I'm I hoping to do Monday
1: when I get back. So I don't know about Jack, but um We'll, we'll try and stay at it throughout the year and we'll see we'll see where we go sounds that.
2: like guaranteed re-election to
1: me <laughs> oh well never say never. <laughs> well, i guess
0: i'll tell you what i think we're gonna end it here good i think we got a good 20 something minutes in uh this will hopefully be out sometime uh within the week what day is it? it's tuesday probably friday i think
2: we'll do the next part tomorrow just the intro and stuff tomorrow and then
0: yeah, so we're golden. Uh, thanks so much for coming on, Parker. Best of luck on your year.
2: Yeah, thanks so much, Parker. It's nice to meet you. Sure.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: All right,
2: we'll see you. All right, good. have a good
1: one. Yeah, you too.